Hey there. So another episode of Get Out There and Get Known, but this one is different. This young lady, I just had a few, uh, been following her and looking at what she's doing and that sort of thing. And she is definitely a wordsmith. She's a communicator. She's a model. She has done so much. And I, I say she's a young lady because she's not even 30 yet, right? She's got a whole lot going on. But all of it stems from a standpoint that she really cares about people, uh, equal justice way before George Floyd, um, you know, was people were saying Black Lives Matter. She knew that way before then. But she has an interesting story about why she's starting a podcast. So you can take your words, get out there and get known by having a mission about what it is that you want to do, being mission minded, being really authentic to who you are. And that's what we're going to talk about today about how really you use your giftings to really uplift others. So right after this, I'm going to bring up our guest. All righty. But I'm not going to end the podcast. I want to start the podcast. So I was about to start it before I ended. So we're not. <laughs> so right after this, we're not going to end it. Right after this, we're going to bring up my guest, Dana Reed. Welcome to the Get Out There and Get Known podcast. Join Pam Perry, veteran PR strategist, Emmy award-winning producer and publisher of Speakers Magazine, who will show you how to crack the code in getting out there to get known. Each week, she either interviews her media friends, PR colleagues, or she just goes solo, offering you strategies on publicity, publishing, and platform building. So listen up to hear how to get booked on media places and on superstar stages. Now, here's your host, Pam Perry. Hey there. So like I promised you, I was going to bring up my guest. And there she is. <laughs> uh, so I first found out about you from WURD, which is a Black-owned radio station in Philly. Mm -hmm. And so I started following you on LinkedIn and I said, well, she doesn't live in Philly and she's a model. I said, she has a lot of interesting things going on. And you also write for a newspaper, I believe, mm -hmm. in the um, Philly, the Philadelphia Sun. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, but she lives in New York. So she has all of these words, I guess you would say, that she's sharing with the world. And um, so, Dana, kind of tell us how it all really started. Like, you know, what we talked about before about what you had an interest in and then kind of shifted it and say, Hey, let me yeah. do this thing this way. Yeah. So actually common mistake. It's Danae. Danae. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so actually I've always wanted to be a host. I wanted, I've always wanted to facilitate in that space because I've always been good with words. I've always been good with talking, but I've never been good with like anything technical like math or science. So this was kind of always the goal. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've known I wanted to be a host since third grade. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just kind of kept with that. And, and it kind of starts with the nuanced story about how some kid told me I was like a black Dr. Phil. Um, and I was <laughs> like, oh, that's interesting. Mind you, we were nine at the time. And uh, from then on, I kind of just knew I wanted to be a host. So initially, I was really interested in the psychology aspect of it. I wanted to be like a Dr. Phil. Um, and then I took some psychology courses, and I did not like it at all. Um, but I love sociology. And so I essentially, I just made the decision to go into communications in general. 
And yeah, now it's kind of led to a lot of things to let that led to a lot of things that kind of led me to where I am now hosting for word and writing and starting my own podcast. And I don't know, it's 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 beautiful how everything seems so disjointed, but seeming they seemingly come together at some point. And I'm only 27. So I feel really honored to be able to say that so soon. And I know I have a lot left to do. Um, yeah. And, and, and WURD is a big station. It's a big yeah. deal. It's yeah, a big deal. Absolutely. It's it's absolutely. like the one of the top African American stations in the country. Yeah. And it's real true to its mission. And then for you to actually be living in New York and to do the show mm-hmm. uh in yeah. Philly is 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 kind of cool too yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh and then the name of that show is Crosswords. Crosswords. And who mm-hmm. named that and what is it about? Yeah. Um, so crosswords first, I'm going to preface this by saying it comes on every Monday through Thursday from seven to 9 PM. So I'm actually getting on in a little bit. Um, that's, yeah. a lot. that's a big deal to do yeah. it every day, like mm-hmm. just about every day for two yeah. hours. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Two hours. And I absolutely love it. But my co-host slash producer, who's absolutely amazing. Her name is Kayla J um, slash the music nerd. She actually came up with the name crosswords and essentially what it's about is having intergenerational conversations. We like to have conversations across the generational lines. We're both millennials. She's a little bit older than me. I am the last year of millennial. Yeah, um, we are. Yeah, yeah. My daughter's millennial. She's like, I just made the cutoff. I'm like, yeah. Just made it. Because I, I love Gen Z, but I wouldn't want to be Gen Z. <laughs> um, but so, you know, even me and her kind of have different opinions because she's a couple years older than me. And then we have people call in our guests who tend to be older and we have Baby conversations dance. with them. And it's been really interesting. The dynamic is interesting because uh, my co-host, it, she has an old soul. And she's, you know, very much in the church. And I have a very, like, spritey, young spirit. And mm-hmm. I'm not. And so we have those kind of, kind of conversations. But um, essentially, you know, we talked about it being, like, intergenerational. But it's also kind of intercultural as well. And mm-hmm. I really like that because I learn a lot. And I feel like I have a lot that I'm able to teach people as well. I like that. I like that. And so one of the things you have guests that come in. So some guests are baby boomers. Some are, do you have a lot of Gen Xers come in? Gen Xers are like, they call that silent generation. It's kind of like they're in between the boomers and the millennials. And it's like, where are you? Yeah. Every once in a while, we do have some Gen Xers call in. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's such a treat because they're really passionate about politics. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we do this thing called the Twitter debate of the day. And we talk about, you know, just different things like that we debate and they get really interested and involved and invested. And that's what it is for me. I love it so much. It's a lot harder to talk for two hours than people would think, but I enjoy it. Yeah, Yeah, that is good. And then you're going to start a podcast. So Mm. before we get to the podcast, so one of the other things that you model and the your agency, I guess, is that I speak model. That's who your agency. We speak, yeah. We We speak speak model. We speak Uh model. Should I put that down at the bottom? We speak model.com. Absolutely. Okay, we'll put that down there. And so tell us how you got into modeling and all that, you know, what and what that was about. I always say models tend to want to be role models those are Mm -hmm. those are the things people look to them so you you know being interested in people and that sort of thing I can see how you want to do that but explain to people how you got into the modeling so I'm working on being succinct in 2023 so I'm going to try to make this really quick um so like I said earlier I've always wanted to be uh in communications and so on my college campus I had a radio show 
And I saw that the industry was kind of moving and shaking. And honestly, the guy that I was dating after we broke up, he started dating a model after me. Um, so that was like a little bit of it too. Because I'm like, I could be a model too. Like you want to date a model, I could be a model. So that was part of it. Uh, but, okay. the other, <laughs> but the other component to it was my mind has always been very meticulous in the way that I do things. I, I like to strategize. And so in my head, I was like, okay, I have this radio show. I want it to be more popular. I want to network. I want to meet more people have more guests. And so a great way to do that would be taking pictures with people. And, you know, they would post me on their page, they would tag me, I would post it on my page, you know, tag them. And so it became a stream of people that start to started to follow me. Um, and I, you know, it's been such a blessing since then. But that's really how it started. Modeling was 100% an accident. Uh, but now it's my whole entire life. Yeah. And, wow. and I yeah. And I think when you're meant to do something, God really aligns you um, mm -hmm. because I signed to an agency within a couple months. And that is very unheard of. That so. is very unheard of. So mm -hmm. we speak model.com. If people go there, they'll actually find all your information. Your some of your pictures. I mm -hmm. saw a wedding picture in there. That no, was it was it was for a, a, a oh, magazine. Shoot. OK. <laughs> I was like, she got married too. No, no, like, so that was part of for the magazine because yeah. a lot of people think the things that you're doing, what they call quote unquote, the glamour field, right? It's the glamour mm -hmm. field to be on radio, to do modeling, uh, to do um, you interviewing guests and that sort of mm -hmm. thing. But it's really like an alignment with who you are. And yeah. what you said is that it seems disjointed, but it really is like God putting all the pieces together. Yeah. And so I like how you said you're very strategic because you want to get the show out there, get out there, get known. And so you said, well, you know, part of it would be to really model mm -hmm. and to really put that together. And it does, it, it really has helped. And now something happened to you last year that was very, very tragic, mm -hmm. but you're pulling those pieces together out to a further um, platform. And yeah. you want to speak about that. Absolutely. So I love community. I love foraging community and I'm obsessed with networking. And one thing I will say about myself is I'm really great at following up and creating those sort of bonds and keeping them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's always kind of been a part of my makeup. Right. And so I lost my mom last year in May of last year, May 28th. Um, and that she's the first person I've lost. I, I had, I mean, you know, there's people in my family who had passed away, not that I was necessarily so close to, but I, it would take an entire show and a half and probably more to explain how close me and my mom are um, and what our relationship was like. And, you know, um, just being in a near death situation with her, because um, mm -hmm. I was actually, you know, involved in everything. Um, it, in the car it, accident. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it sent me reeling. And, and I am the type of person I, because I am a communicator, I like to communicate and I like to try to understand things, but grief is something and the loss of my mom so suddenly in that way um, is not something that I can comprehend or make sense of. And so because of that, it was important for me to try to find community, um, to try to source community. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day I was reading a book. I've been reading a lot of books about grief right now. That's kind of the, the thing that I'm most interested yeah. in. And it's hard because I'm in it, but it, I, it's so fascinating to me. You know, people talk about love and they talk about sex and they talk about these certain things, but and the nuances behind them. But grief is one of those things that is relatively untouched or it's you talk about it for a second and then you don't. And 
a lot of people don't want it to be that way. I don't want it to be that way. And I was fortunate enough to have people in my life and in my family who gave me the space to talk um, about how I was feeling. And in, in my experience, I've learned that so many people do not have that. And so, again, like I said, I've been reading a lot about grief. And one day I was sitting on the train and I was like, OK, well, maybe I'll start a blog. I'll interview people because that's my background. I'll interview people. I'll forge community that way and get people's stories out there. And then I was like, wait, why would I do that if I if I have so much experience in radio and that's my <laughs> life and communications is my life and I want to be a host? Why not just start a podcast? And so on the train, maybe in the span of 10 minutes, I came up with the idea and um the podcast is called Damn Mom, really? Um, and essentially, you know, that's how I felt every day since I've lost my mom. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, mom, really? You're not here? Mm-hmm. Damn, mom, really? I got to figure this out on my own. And I find that a lot of people who have lost uh, a mother specifically feel that way. And my mom's mm-hmm. initials are also DMR. So DMR, damn, mom, really? It all kind of coincides in such a, such a holistic way, which is something that's also important to me as well. See, that's one of the things, too, when you said it really comes um, full circle because yeah. you could have been, I don't know, a veterinarian, right? And mm-hmm. you lost your mom. Mm-hmm. And then that whole thing about you creating the community and the podcast would not have been a thing. But yeah. because you've been in radio and you, you, you write uh, articles and, and, you know, you're, you're really bringing the platform to a part where people can open up and talk about it. Yeah. I have a best friend as well. Um, that also um, lost her son. So it's different, you know, because most people don't expect to to go before, to the, for the children to go before them. So she started off, the same thing with you, the whole um, grief. Her name is Dr. Portia Lockett. So she started um, really studying grief, went through grief counseling, became certified, started a foundation, and that's what she is now. She's really a grief um, person, a grief counselor, and she does that. And then she was a chaplain, so it was kind of almost like a, a natural kind of a thing. But nothing, okay. nothing that she would have ever chose if she had not had her son Azel exactly. um, had died. And so it's it's one of those things where you're listening. I think you're listening to God, even though it is um, a tragic. But you, by you starting the podcast, which airs this Sunday, it'll mm-hmm. be on. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all of those things as well. And like you said, sometimes we take for granted that people are always going to be there, especially especially someone who, who lost your mom so young. It's mm-hmm. like, damn, really? You're not here? Like, you you, you want to pick the phone up or call them. And, and that even happened with me because I lost my parents in 2019. So they were in their 80s. But still, sometimes you just... You still want to pick up the phone. Yeah. You still, yeah. you know, the first person that you call or think or want to talk to, it, it's and it's not there. So for you to have that space, that mm-hmm. open space to talk about that, and because you love interviewing, I will offer Dr. Portia Lockett, a person that you can bring on to, this, to the show for you to interview and talk mm-hmm. about that and build community. Yeah, um, I would absolutely love that. Yeah, I think you really, really would um, would appreciate that. And and so some of the things that um, that we're doing with the um the, the podcast world so to speak is it a video podcast or is it going to be so it's going to start out as only audio okay um, eventually i would like to do it video um 
But so I'm going to be interviewing people, you know, other people who have lost their moms. I have a whole I'm I was actually kind of overwhelmed and surprised by how many people were interested in being a part of it or how many people could relate to losing a mom. Um, and it's not just moms. I also opened it up to mother figures. I actually have somebody um, who's interested in coming on and talking about the loss of their grandmom and and people who have estrangement who I have um, coming on to have a conversation with and just kind of, you know, about how we're feeling kind of therapizing. I don't know if that's a word, but therapizing each other. Right. So um, I'm going to I have people from all across the country. And so because of that, it does have to be a virtual sort of situation. And I, mm -hmm. I am going to do it only audio at first, but eventually I would like for it to expand to video as well. And hopefully, you know, it'll get big and I'll actually have a studio space and people can come and we can just sit and talk together. And then eventually maybe retreats or conferences mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. That's it's kind of like one of those things. The the proper term, it's a grief recovery method special mm, is I what she is. Grief, grief recovery method. method. I love that. Method. I'm gonna yeah. have to keep that in my memory bag. Yes, I love yeah. that. That's what that's what she is. So she can come on from that standpoint and yeah. really explain to people because there's gonna be times, obviously, um, pronounce your name again because I'm looking at it. Danae. I want to say okay. Danae. Okay, because mm -hmm. I want to say it the other way. It's like so today, today. Mm -hmm. So today, okay. so there will become times where um you your father is you know survived the accident, your brother, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there's times when you want to talk about your mom and 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 at a certain point in time, even with friends. So mm -hmm. there's there's a time sometimes you feel like, Am I talking too much about it? You know, like you know, it's that weird yeah. kind of feeling. It's like, mm -hmm. you know. Has she gotten over it? No one ever gets over it. Over, yeah. So Portia created these, um, Dr. Portia created these prompt cards. And the prompt cards are really like little things like it'll say for 30 days, it'll say, so um, you can do it privately or you can do it in a group. And it says, uh, write a letter to your loved one that you lost. What would you say? Mm -hmm. Another day is like, what was their favorite food? You know, what kind of, you know, and so every 30 days it gives you a prompt because now you feel like I can, I can express this. I can talk this where That's before it. sometimes if you're always talking about it, people are like, you know, you're talking about this too much mm -hmm. and, and people don't know everybody grieves differently, but the prompts are like a way for you to get it out or to, to really share it maybe with your brother, maybe with your father, or even yeah. just other people who have lost you know, their parents as well, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So it's like, it's, it was like out of that, that product just came out of, from her own experience. Right. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's, that's amazing. I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was really helpful for me and that definitely is. my brother and my dad, you know, I'm very boisterous. I was kind of the, me and my mom were like the talkers. My brother and my okay. dad are very like, laid back so i think that would be good for them. yes yes yeah. so that's where the gift of the words came from from your mom oh absolutely <laughs> uh, 100%. okay okay so uh we said some of the things that you said you were just coming back from the museum were you coming mm -hmm. from as a as a participant or what was what was going on there yeah um uh it was actually my first outing i actually am just getting over covid Oh um, so it's, it's, yeah, so it's my first outing post COVID. Um, and I just went to the Terry Mugler exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum. And that was really nice, too. Um, it's interesting we're talking about this uh, from the standpoint of being a model, because a lot of times when I go into spaces like that, specifically exhibits like that, I'm not necessarily just a consumer. A, a lot of things start reeling in my head and and 
the potential that I have as a model to go further than I, you know, have. Typically, I do a lot of beauty, but I like to get into editorial. And so I was looking at the pieces and I would like to model this and I would like to model in something like this. And just my my wheels start turning. You guys can probably tell by now I am an ideas person, 100 <laughs> percent. million ideas a day. I don't always get executed, but I always have an idea. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a lovely experience. Me and one of my friends went and I'm feeling really honored and really blessed for that. Um, and actually in that, you know, we were having a conversation kind of in alignment with what we're talking about now with the things that align and how, you know, your interest is in this. And then it seems so far away from what you're doing. But then one day it's like, wait, I, I the reason I wanted to be a host is because I was interested in people and, and not just people in a surface level, but really understanding people. And now mm -hmm. I'm this podcast that's in direct alignment with what I wanted to do in third grade. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't realize it until you guys are like witnessing me process in real time because I didn't realize it um, until that moment we had that conversation that that's what I was doing. Um, and so it's really special. And I've had a hard time talking to God uh, over these past eight months Ooh. just because of the nature of the situation. Um, which isn't necessarily something I struggled with before, but it is beautiful to see how intentional that God remains, even when you, you know, you kind of don't mm -hmm. understand or see it. And I, I don't mean to be preachy on it, but I, these are the things that kind of allow me to find light in my situation. You know, um, I've, uh, along with the podcast and the work that I've been doing ever since I lost my mom, um, I've used, a lot of people were really concerned about me when it first happened, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because my mom, when I say like my mom is literally like my heart and soul, like I don't even breathe without my mom. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and, and so a lot of people were concerned about me, but it's been important for me because of how much I love her to take care of the product. I feel like I am a, the product. I feel like I am her work of art, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. not to toot my own horn, but that's really how I feel. That's how my parents made me feel. And that's how I, I feel. And so I owe it to her to live. Like before she passed, I didn't necessarily feel like I had a responsibility. I was just kind of free floating, very mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm just here. Life is great. Like the world sucks, but my life is great. And that all got shut down very quickly. But because of that, um, I now can facilitate in a manner that makes me feel like I have purpose. And I, I do believe that I do, you know, surviving that tragedy myself. I just, I feel like I owe it to her to live. And mm -hmm. so um, I know I kind of like took what you said about the museum and kind of changed it into some other metacosm of a whole bunch of other stuff, but. No, um, that's it. That, that yeah. really is it. Because I want to know, like, when you're seeing things now, you're seeing things differently. Absolutely. You know, you 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 have a different purpose. And even though your mom isn't here on this realm, she's still with you. And like you said, you are her product. You are her work of art. Mm -hmm. I, I think that God um, has is weaving all the pieces together for you. This is not like the end. There's some other things that are coming on. Like I said to you earlier, I said, I see you doing retreats. Yeah, I, I see you really, that. you know, all that all the things that you're doing right now, it seems disjointed, but then you'll look back and you said, that's why they did that. That's why mm -hmm. that happened. That's why mm -hmm. I have that experience of that. That's why I met that person. Right. right? It's like, right. there's no, there's no accidents. Yeah. And, and so you'll see it later. You won't see it right now, but the whole thing of it is, is that you're open. And yeah. that's what's so beautiful about it. you're just open about and being intentional. You letting the ideas flow. Some will stick, some won't. 
Mm-hmm. Some will get legs and some will move like the podcast mm-hmm. is getting legs. So you said, we're going to start out with audio and then we'll move to video. What I like most about you, Danae, is that it doesn't have to be perfect for you to get started. You yeah. just get started. Mm-hmm. And that's that's almost like a millennial trait. In a way. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to do the darn thing. OK, yeah. Yeah. Do it. and if and it don't work out, I'll redo it. Yeah. And you know what, too, though, on top of it being a millennial trait, I credit my parents so much because they always saw me. Um, It was never any, you know, obviously they had their ideals of how I should get to things and they might not have necessarily understood my path. And even I might not have either. Um, But they always allowed me the expression, the ability to express myself. And I, so because of that, I never like thought I could fail. My mom used to always say you either win or you learn something. And that's something that stuck with me my whole life. So when it comes to trying things, I'm never afraid. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But there's no reason for me to be afraid because, you know, my mom owned a business and my dad, you know, they have been together for, since they were 19, I just saw so much success in them. And they also like fed me so much spiritually. Uh And they listened to me and they heard me and they saw me. And I get emotional when I talk about it because I know that that's not a lot of people's experience. No, but I've been not. so fortunate and so blessed. And so when it comes to trying to achieve my goals or trying to fulfill my goals, it's just like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. Because like yeah. my mom and dad never told me I couldn't. You know, they always they always let me be. So uh, and I your mom was a business owner. So she was an entrepreneur. What yeah. kind of business was she in? So she had a State Farm Insurance Agency. Wow, um, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. she also, uh, Jewel Inspired, she had a, a business where she would make greeting cards and notebooks and customize them and uh, okay. mugs. And she, yeah. I mean, my mom is amazing. Like, I could talk about her for days. She had a, a, a organization that is still going now called Read Cares, where she would collect um, non-perishable goods and donate them to college campuses to mitigate food insecurity. Mm. Uh, like, just... She was active in church. Like she was just such this prolific woman. I I almost feel like in awe of her, and and kind of really honored to exist and experience her the way that I did mm-hmm. because she was just this otherworldly figure. Yeah, um, and yeah, she was she was lining the things up right for you to really yeah. see because yeah. even having a state farm insurance agency that's that's amazing. You got to get all the the regulations and all that kind of thing. It's not that many African-Americans in there, probably yeah. a handful, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in a major market, you yeah. know, yep. um, and then also too, to have the promotional products and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. then to do not just for what do you call it, her and her three, you know, mm-hmm. but for other people as yeah. well. And that's, that's a mate. That's a major thing. Mm-hmm. So I can see how the, the radio station, all the communication things, because it's like, you're building this platform. Mm-hmm. And you're you're getting out there and you're getting known, but not just getting known because you're beautiful and you're smart, but it's mm-hmm. like it's it's beyond that. It's something that's beyond that that you that we will see. I'm gonna have you on the on this show again next year oh. this time. So yeah. that you could, so you could tell me all the things that are going on between now and then because the podcast, which is called Damn I'm Really. Uh, DMR is like going to be dropping and then it will bring in that community that you're talking about bringing in the community and it's not just because you know how do I say it it's not just because you want to start another thing because you're already on the radio every day like yeah. for two hours <laughs> but it was just like something that you feel led to do mm-hmm. led to yeah, do. yeah uh, like I said 
it's something that came up so quickly. And I, I forgot to mention, my mom is also an author, too. She wrote two books. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Okay. Yeah. So well, what like, were the books names? We wanted because yeah. they're still on Amazon. Books, yeah. books are there that we can get them now. So that's why I always tell people books are legacy books too. Yeah. So what was the name of the books? Yeah. So she wrote the first one is called Jewels for My Journey, and the second one is called Jewels Too. So they're oh. actually so very available on Amazon. Sometimes I open up a page because a lot of it is just her, you know, personal life lessons that I take from as well. But you know, again, stuff like that has been what has, has led me and guided me. And, and I came up with the idea, like I said, in, in 10 minutes. And it's so funny because when we first talked about doing this, I hadn't had my podcast idea yet. Um, that's mm-hmm. how, that's how new it is. That's how spontaneous it, oh it feels. God. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's funny, but I would love to come back on next year and talk about the podcast and where I'm at with it. And yes. I'm really excited to see it grow. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be so many people will be impacted by it. So I just really appreciate you being so open and honest and just really, uh, like you said, it, 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 people can kind of tell at, at an early age where a kid is. And so like around that time, they said they called you a little Dr. Phil, right? So now you're interviewing people all over the place, psychology, talking about the things that are the most closest things, right? Like Dr. Phil would, you know, things that are really close, you know, about mm-hmm. losing a parent, losing your mom, lose, you know, those are the things that Dr. Phil will have people come on and sit down on and, and talk about. So you wouldn't know at nine years old what they were really talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to yeah. talk about this, but yeah. that's, that's like your gifting. And I call mm-hmm. it just using your gift. And don't ever bear it. Keep shining. Keep shining, young lady. Uh, Dr. Claire Peters over here. She says she loved this. And she's sending you blessings and and, and that sort of thing as well, Dr. Claire Peters. So, yes, she's a a minister as well. So she's on here and just saying that to you. And then Susan Conley, she said that um, thanks for the podcast and the wisdom, too. So that is so good. I just appreciate you. You are really doing the thing. And then Sunday we can, the newspaper that you write for is also online as well. Mm -hmm. I haven't written for them in in a little bit, so you probably, you might not see anything coming anytime soon, but if that changes, I will let you guys know. Okay. And then the Instagram, give us the Instagram as well. Yeah. So my Instagram is D-A-N-A-E-R-E-I-D underscore. And if you guys want to follow my podcast Instagram, um, it's just damn mom, really. And the link, okay. the, the Instagram is also in the bio on my main Instagram, which again is D-A-N-A-E-R-E-I-D underscore. All right. We're going to go follow. I'm going to follow the new podcast because I know that was there because yeah. we didn't know that at the time. Well, thank you so much. Danette. Today. Yeah, yeah, you guys. You guys right. <laughs> today, because I wanted to say it the other way, right? So, today, <laughs> but it's like, listen, you know, I did take language in college. It does have the little asterisk over the oh, e, good. so it's like, hey, you know, today, oh, right? Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining. Get out there, get known podcast. Um, I wish you a lot of success thank on you. that, and please keep in touch. I will get you in touch with Dr. Portia, who's a grief recovery method specialist uh, for the podcast as well for the podcast DMR or damn mom really uh, podcast it'll be coming out this week so thank you so much for joining us and then it'll be in the show notes later as well mm-hmm. all righty god bless you and I will talk to you later all righty bye bye you've been listening to the get out there and get known podcast brought to you by pamperrypr.com where you'll get insider tips on how to build your platform pitch the media, and promote yourself with confidence. 
Head over to PamPerryPR.com and get the exclusive video training on the seven must-have marketing materials you need before you pitch. In order to be considered in media places or superstar stages, PamPerryPR.com.